No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Contain the mature content, views and opinions expressed by the coaster, not through those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack It Raw podcast, episode 162. I am your host, the Warden Mad Ritter, and I am back as always with my co host, <laughs> Sir Cusselot Travis Pointer, aka Super Saiyan Bla- 2 Black Nappa, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, aka Sweet T, aka T Money, aka Black Merlin, aka the HNIC. What's that? And our very special guest this week. Twitch streamer, NXT enthusiast, AEW hater, and <laughs> contributor to Wrestling News World. What's going on, D-Rod, man? I'm happy to have you here. I am so glad, Matt, that you know how to introduce somebody and get the hype rolling for somebody, <laughs> unlike somebody else that I know that's on another podcast. I just love the enthusiasm. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. And I do hate AEW. That's a fact. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to like me too much tonight, but uh, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) We'll see. Um, As always, we ask that you guys please go and support the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast uh, at my Twitter, uh, at Matt Ritter. You guys can find the link for their Black Lives Matter NWO style t-shirt. You guys can go pick that up there, and that money gets uh, distributed to causes that they handpicked that support the movement that they want to have supported as well as we ask you if you have the ability to please go out and protest or petition or donate to some causes um we really just we would like to see some equality brought to this country um voting is coming up local presidential everything so please go let your voice be heard please vote, vote people please vote like nothing's going to happen. No change is going to happen unless we start voting in the people <laughs> that are telling us they want to help get this change moving. So, and you vote. mentioned it, but I'll reiterate like, yeah, there's a presidential election going on. You know, there's the Senate elections and all that. That'll happen soon. But local shit is so important, man. That's like, that's where it all starts. Like you gotta, you want to change your community. You got to pay attention to your local elections. All right. D-Rod, unless you've got anything to toss in or add or... No, I, I totally agree that, you know, if you want to make change, you gotta you got to dig in and do what you can. All right, we are going to move right into news and rumors. And Travis, you know what time it is. I got something special for... I got something special for all of the WWE universe, everyone listening to this, as Travis slides into Sasha's DMs, <laughs> something that we haven't heard in a very, very, very long time. Oh, he is 
I know it's just Travis's mojo going, so. <laughs> You're gonna listen to the whole song here, Travis? What's going on? Don't rush me. A cartoon panda who is uh, shaking its titties. Looks like it's got star pasties over its nipples. And hey, little uh, tassels on it. <laughs> yeah, little tassels. We got one titty going, and then they're both going together. Lovely. This is definitely something you guys need to go watch the video version on YouTube for. Uh, definitely go check out Creation World's YouTube video. You want to see that. Um, and bask, bask in that panda's glory with the titty shake. Oh, um, man. Right off the bat. Biggest news of the week. Everyone's been talking about it. Season two trailer for The Mandalorian has dropped and Sasha Banks is in it. And the way they presented it and talked about it while she was on screen made it sound like she may be a Jedi or at least force sensitive in some way, shape or form. Um, really cool. I mean, after seeing her acting tonight on SmackDown, I don't have a lot of high hopes for uh, The Mandalorian, but we'll see how it goes. Now, <laughs> you you know... I'm not, you know, a huge Star Wars dude, but I know some things. Now, when when is the Mandalorian set? Like, when does this happen? It is set after the fall of the Empire, five years after the fall of the Empire, so the original trilogy, five years after, and 25 years before the new uh, trilogy. So, she's might be a Jedi after the Last Jedi. No, no, no. the Last Jedi was the new series so this is 25 oh, years before right, that. right 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 yeah. that was return of the jedi that i was thinking okay. yes so <laughs> what i can tell you as a both star trek and star wars fan one of those weird people that fall in between travis because i know you're a trekkie um <clears throat> there are jedi who escaped the uh, order 66 purge um mm. is a fa- as a matter of fact the game that just came out uh last year earlier this year um the star wars game uh, featured a person who was a Jedi who left the order. Um, so there are Jedi, there are force sensitive people out in the world. There's just not an official Jedi order at gotcha. this point in time. Because I thought so, they were all dead. No. So Sasha could be a Jedi. Okay. She could be a Sith. I mean, she was on all black. Let me just she clear looks better up as a too, heel anyway. Well, you know, because I don't want it to put out there that I that I necessarily hate Star Wars. I don't. I just don't care. <laughs> 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 it's just that's where I fall when it comes to Star Wars. Like I've I'm seen, you, I've seen some. Probably really enjoy the Mandalorian. It's a really good series. On oh, I saw it. I saw that, and I like that. Okay, it's just the movies I don't give a shit about. And honestly, like I watched it and it was like it was cool. Do I really remember what happened? Not really. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Come on, Travis. You're stepping on my toes right now with this Star Wars trashing. I mean, I'm I'm not trashing this though. I'm like, I'm just telling you <laughs> how I feel about it. It's not the thing that gets me going. Well, I enjoy that we have a diehard Trekkie. Uh, Travis has seen every season of every episode of Star Trek, played the games, done all of that. Well, I'm, I'm glad. The original that... series. I, I can't get into it. I've tried, and it's just, it doesn't do it for me. But outside of that, yeah. 
Well, I'm glad that Travis gets plenty of sleep watching Star Trek. It gets plenty of naps in between watching see, Star no, you, Trek. You, yep, yep. You got yourself muted. Cause... See, you see, you see, like, I try, Matt. I try. I know. I just, I keep bringing people out here that get disrespectful, Travis. I know. Really ridiculous. Go ahead, Matt. What else you got going on? What, what's happening? Uh, Ivar. Ivar, uh, we saw, was injured a couple weeks ago. He is going to be receiving neck surgery. Damn. So he will be out for a while, which means Eric looks like he's getting that singles push. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, the Viking Raiders are on the shelf as a tag team for the foreseeable future. You want to unmute him? Or? I did. Oh, okay. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> and um, rumor today, Molina has re-signed with WWE. Yes, I heard. So we'll see what happens there. She was working NWA when uh, you and I were talking about watching an episode of NWA Power that we never got around to when mm -hmm. all this COVID stuff first started happening. Uh, she was working for the NWA at that point, doing their okay. shows. So uh, she has been wrestling. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what WWE does with her, where they put her, if she has re-signed, which is the rumor going around. All right. I'm with it. Where do you want to start, D-Rod? Um... So, we got NXT, AEW, Raw, SmackDown. That yep. is correct. No so you do. No so you do. You do review AEW on the show. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Just, just making sure that you review the worst wrestling show during the week. Just making sure. Um, but you know, we can start on NXT. If that's fine. So you, want, you want to start with the best. The best. Start okay. with the best. Start with the best. <clears throat> Uh, we kick it off. Travis, Shotzi versus Io Shirai. Well, Matt. Yeah, I saw it. So you saw the tank. <laughs> yes, I saw it. You saw the entrance. I saw the tank. Ladies and gentlemen, it. finally, after all this time, all his denial, just like with Luchasaurus, <laughs> Travis has seen the tank entrance. Now I'm I'm supposing that after like six months of me hyping it up, it wasn't nearly as magical seeing it as it would have been if you had seen it six months ago. Yeah, not really. It was like all oh, the hype behind oh, it. Okay, there's a tank. Cool. And it was like it was over as soon as it started. So it was just like, all right. Yeah, it is a very short entrance ramp there in the PC. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right. This was a damn good match though. They're really uh, they're really giving Shotzi that spotlight. Um, Shotzi actually. EO won this match, correct? Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I wrote that backwards. Um, I guess false hope. Because I have Shotzi defeated EO, and I know that's not right. No, it's not. Um, right. <laughs> EO gets the win. She's the champ. But, I mean, Shotzi really showed out here. Um, like I said, they're really giving her that push. I, I enjoy this. I'm looking forward to uh, when Shotzi really gets the rocket strapped on her, sent to the moon. She's probably my favorite wrestler in NXT right now, uh, women women's-wise. And EO's always fantastic. Uh, that that moonsault looked like it hurt. Be all right. mm. It should be all right. Uh, then we got Champa <laughs> defeating a jobber. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't know what his name was. I was like, Champa versus something I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> NXT was fine this week, but there wasn't a lot of, like, great things going on no. like i was just kind of watching it and it was just kind of happening and i'm like okay mm -hmm. that's another thing jake atlas comes out calls out champa uh which you don't want to do with heel champa how do you guys like champa's mask that he for his entrance 
take it or leave it. It didn't really affect <laughs> it's, me. It's fine. Yeah, I don't really dis. Try. I don't dislike it, but it's just yeah. like it, it doesn't really add anything for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really trying here, guys. Help me out. Um, then we got uh, Finn Balor promo as champ about how he's the rightful champ. He's the one that put NXT on the map. Uh, he's going to carry it into the next generation, so on and so forth. A uh, really good promo from Finn backstage. And we've also got Drake Maverick looking for Killian Dane because despite repeatedly getting punched in the mouth, Drake is not going to give up. He's going to make friends with Killian Dane. I didn't see this. No? No. Uh, did you see Austin Theory and then uh, Kushida versus Theory? Yes, I saw that match. So Austin Theory comes out and cuts a promo that didn't really do it for me. Um, I like that they're pushing new guys. I know there's a little controversy with Austin mm-hmm. Theory and uh, some accusations against him, which is why he went from Raw back to NXT, mm-hmm. um, more than likely. Kushida is out here just wrecking, as Twitter would say, wrecking pedophiles. <laughs> first he wrecked – I'm just going to – that's what I see on Twitter, so that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to call it. He comes out. <laughs> You know, Velveteen Dream gets all this. He's a pedophile shit. Kushida comes out, fucks up his arm, puts him on the injured reserve. Same thing with Austin Theory. He's out here. Kushida, the pedophile killer, is what he is right now. Oh, man, the pedo slayer. Yeah, the pedo slayer. Um, then we got a video. Did you see Candace and Johnny at home, Travis? Yes, yes, I did see that, I think. Yeah. What'd you guys think about that? How'd you guys feel about the uh, the at home Johnny being upset that his TV's broken? Wait. Oh no, I didn't see that. I think what I was what I was seeing was like a little playback they did before or something. Okay. Did you see Breezango versus Imperium? Yes, I saw that match. Okay. What'd you think of Breezango versus Imperium, Travis? I mean, I didn't care, Matt. Like, <laughs> just there was a whole lot of that happening on the show. All right. Show. So here's what we're gonna do. D Rod, you're the NXT guy. Uh-huh. You write NXT yep. for wrestling news. Oh, Matt. D Rod. Oh. Yeah. All right, we got you again. Mm. Okay. Give me something from NXT tonight, D Rod. Brizango versus Imperium. Because you picked this one to start, so I need I need some stuff from you, man. Like, I why would... should we care? Why should we care about NXT Weekly? Is what you're wanting me to it's tell? Not you. Weekly. This, this week. week. This I don't week. Know why we should care. This weekly. week. I mean, I'm wearing my NXT shirt. I got my NXT cup. We love NXT here. But yeah. this week, other than Shotzi versus EO, we got this Breezango Imperium match. Why should we care? Here's the thing. This week on NXT, okay, we've got NXT TakeOver. They announced it. Mm-hmm. It's coming. So, well, we knew that, you, would, you would think, I agree with you. Uh, Matt, it was not spectacular this week. Am I saying it was the, you know, I love NXT just like the rest of you. I'm not saying it, you know, this week. Was it spectacular out of the park? Did they hit it out of the ballpark? No. Now, was Breezango versus Imperium a pretty good match? Yes. But am I going to sit here and say that, okay, you should watch NXT just for this matchup? No. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm just I'm trying I'm trying to get something out of NXT here, and there's really not a lot. Like we got yeah. the Casey Express versus Zia Lee and Jesse Kamehameha. Travis, you see yeah. that? Nope. Yep, I figured that didn't make Hulu. <laughs> um Brizango defeated Imperium, by the way. Uh, then mm. we got a Tegan Knox video where she's talking about Candice LeRae. I'm guessing that was cut too, Travis. 
Um, it was just Tegan Knox talking about the Battle Royal and how she's going to win. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, did you see Drake Maverick versus the no. Undisputed Era? I did not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you see Champa attacking Jake Atlas outside? I did. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. Jake Atlas calls out Champa, and then he goes to the most unsafe place in WWE history. No one has any business being in that goddamn parking lot Ever. by themselves alone at night. <laughs> Nothing good happens Ever. in the NXT Performance Center parking lot. In any parking lot, all <laughs> of them in WWE, they're all unsafe. You can get hit by a car. You can get slammed on top of a car. You know, you somebody can come out of a car and just jump you and whoop your ass. Like, there's so many things that always happen in the goddamn parking lot. You can have your car blown up and then... <laughs> Fake your own death yeah. until something tragic happens and then you've got to recant it. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> Nothing good happens in the parking lot. What was interesting to me about this was you had Kyle O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era come up and confront Tommaso Ciampa, which you had this weird divide because the match prior to this, which we'll talk about, you had the Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish still playing the heels, the Undisputed Era heels. Mm -hmm. But after last week with the mutual respect shown between Adam Cole and Finn Balor, it seemed like Adam Cole was acting slightly babyface-ish. Now you've got Kyle O'Reilly, who didn't really check on Jake Atlas, but he did confront a heel Tommaso Ciampa for doing heel shit, which is slightly babyface. So we're getting kind of a divide in the Undisputed Era with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole leaning towards the 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 – the light side, the baby face side, and Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish staying in firmly in the dark side since we're so, talking Star Wars this week. So we're saying, um, so we're saying Ciampa's a heel now, right? Yes. Because to me, it seems like he's no different than the way he was before when he was a face. Well, we've talked about how in NXT, no one's really a heel or a face. That's they my just point. are who they are. That's my but point. So it's just when like... Ciampa is a heel, he talks less and is slightly more aggressive than he is as a baby face. So you know he's a heel because you know the character better. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> feel you. And then uh, main event, Damien Priest versus Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah. I try to like Damien Priest. I really do. He's just not doing it for me. Like, I want to like him. What is it that isn't doing it for you? I don't I don't know. It's just like, it seems like what he, ha what he does and what's there is like, this dude should be really cool to me. But in the end, it's just like the same thing happens with a lot of dudes that just like, I should care, but I don't. What were you saying, D-Rod? I was wanting to know the same thing, why he didn't, why he wasn't oh, gravitating I know why. I know 100% why. Oh, Why? He needs to drop the Archer gimmick because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> he needs to embrace the fact that his last name is Priest and basically become the saint, as I've said repeatedly on this podcast, and use the cross power bomb as a finisher. And if you do those things, you stop mocking Cody Rhodes by doing the crossroads as your finisher, mm -hmm. and you stop shooting fake imaginary arrows at the screen and pretending that you're fucking Oliver Queen, <laughs> you might be able to get over a little better with the fans because this cheesy Archer shit isn't working. <laughs> And the crossroads is a finisher when you should clearly be doing the cross power bomb. And he does that might do it. Really lean into it. Give me some of those. And he does old, what? I lost you again. 
I said, he does the cross power bomb. Use it as the finish. Use it yeah. as your finish. And you can even lean into it and do some of those old school Jake the Snake uh, Bible thumping promos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, do the Mordecai thing since Mordecai didn't do it anymore. Yep. You know? <sighs> Why is it that we cannot escape Mordecai on <laughs> You know how long it's been? Like, I got rid of Eric. I know. We fired Eric I know. and I we know. stopped talking was, about motherfucking that, Mordecai. That was just for you, dude. <laughs> because was, it breaks my goddamn heart, Travis. I have I so much hope for Mordecai. I know it does. I know it does. It could have been amazing. It really could have. <laughs> he might have been there. So I don't know if you know this, D-Rod, but very early on, we had three people podcasting with us, our friend Eric. And Eric's whole gimmick was that uh, Mordecai – would live in the rafters of every WWE building and watch the show. He had a blog and he would talk about the show and he would insist that this is a real thing. Mordecai's blog, Mordecai still existing. Reshow just waiting to make his re debut. <laughs> just to fuck with Matt. It was so great because I loved the Mordecai character. I really, I really wanted that Mordecai undertaker <laughs> fucking feud. I wanted it to happen. I thought they could have done something really cool there. Kind of like what they tried to do with Shawn Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania 25, mm. or was it 26, where Shawn Michaels, you know, was the light and Undertaker yeah. was the dark. That was 25. That was the first time. They could have done so much cool shit, and they just fucked it up. And then they made him a fucking vampire. Yeah. <sighs> well, see, it works with Shawn Michaels. But well, not to get off on the Mordecai subject. Just never mind. No, They're it not. worked with Mordecai. Do no, 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 it would have not worked with Mordecai. What would it? It wouldn't have worked. We we very strongly disagree with you around. I think Matt just gave me the. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I think I've just been given the cue because you over here just disrespecting Mordecai, <laughs> man. Man. He came out with a cross. He had the white robes and the white hair. He was anti-Undertaker. He was nega Undertaker. Absolutely could have worked. It could have. It could have. You're out here disrespecting this man. All right. Not good enough for Hulu, NXT edition. Drake Maverick still wants to make friends with Killian Dane, which leads later to Drake versus the Undisputed Era. It was supposed to be a tag team match. Killian Dane didn't want to come out. William Regal made him come out. Killian Dane went out, grabbed Drake Maverick, threw him back in the ring and said, be a man, finish this yourself. And then the Undisputed Era, for whatever reason, thought it was a good idea to talk shit to the Belfast Beast, this hairy, mean, large, angry man, just trash-talking him. So he comes back, and he beats the shit out of the Undisputed Era. Uh, Fish gets DQ'd when he comes in with a chair. Um, Undisputed Era gets run off, and then Jerry, Drake Maverick's all excited because he thinks they're a team. And he, again, gets punched in the mouth by Killian Dane. This is a repeat thing. I haven't seen this happen once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Repeatedly, Drake Maverick has tried to make friends with Killian Dane. He's got excited thinking it's going to happen. And then Killian Dane punches him in the face. <laughs> uh, we've also got Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, the KC Express, defeating Zia Lee and Jesse Kamea. Um, Zia Lee gets the pinned here and then as they go to extend the hand of friendship she refuses jesse shakes she refuses she leaves so it looks like they might be doing a little something with zia lee here uh turning her heel giving her a little a little something extra 
And then we had the candy and candy, candy, Candace and Johnny. Uh, they're basically sitting upstairs in their house because the TV downstairs is broken and they blame, you know, the, Johnny said there's still spaghetti everywhere. No, I don't understand why neither of them have gone down and cleaned, <laughs> cleaned up the damn spaghetti after a week. <laughs> um, I understand the TV being broken. They want Tegan to pay for it. Johnny said he ordered a hundred inch 3d, which by the way, it's 2020. Why are you buying 3d TVs in 2020? Yeah, we don't do that no more. You don't do that no more. But this 100-inch 3D TV, blah, 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 um, that he's getting shipped, and they want Candace to pay for it, or uh, Tegan to pay for it. That was really NXT. So, Travis, NXT spit or swallow? They gave me nothing, dude. I'm a spit. Yep. (laughs) D-Rod? See, this is where you leave me in a tough position because I'm an NXT guy. But while I said earlier... It didn't do much for me. You can gargle undecidedly or you can spit. I mean, there's, listen, not every week NXT is going to knock it out of the park. So uh, uh, yeah. You can spit NXT mm. one week and it's not going to hurt your credibility to admit <laughs> when they're not doing great. It, it can exactly. only help. It's just like, you know, you know, you hate AEW, so you know. I spit AEW yeah. pretty much every week. But, they, <laughs> but it's been once or twice since they've been on that I've been like, you know what? Yeah, I'll swallow AEW this week. So, you know. The inverse can happen also. All right. Spit. All right. That's three spits for NXT this week, which is sad because there's a lot of potential there, and I just yeah, don't, I don't know what they did this week. Uh, where are we going, D-Rod? SmackDown, Raw, or AEW? Well, let's keep it on Wednesday. Let's go to AEW. So, like I said, I know, D-Rod, uh, you hate any sort of AEW I hate phrase. its guts. Um. I've got to praise AEW this week. Oh, my Lord. Just based off the main event. Um, but we'll get into it. Was it we good? Kick it off. Huh? Was it good? Oh, you didn't watch this week, did oh, you? Oh, I told you I wasn't watching it this week. I yeah. told you on last week's show. I'm like, I'm not watching AEW next week. Travis, you tell me a lot of stuff, though, and you don't actually do it or you don't remember. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I but I was wait until. Yeah, I was sober up. last week, though, so I remember. <laughs> do we kick this off? It's going to be Jurassic Express versus FTR. The Young Bucks come out. And super kick the referee before the match and then leave. And then the commentators are talking about how they're going to get fined another $5,000 because now they're just super kicking officials for whatever reason. FTR gets the win over Jurassic Express. So, Travis, you missed Luchasaurus this week. It happens. FTR doing heel shit, getting a heel win. I will say, they do way too many tag team matches. Mm. Way too many tag team matches. Um, then we had a singles match. It was Hangman Adam Page defeating Kazarian with Kenny Omega on commentary and Kenny is just repeatedly talking about how he is done with hangman Adam page. There will be no tag team. uh, They will not be reuniting. They will not be trying to get their tag team titles back. Um, Hangman is my favorite part of uh, AEW. I love the hangman character. I don't love what they're doing with hangman right now, but this guy from the, First time I watched AEW, this guy was a star to me. I saw him going places. I'm very, very, very disappointed that they went from the Dead Eye, or the Last Rites as he used to call it, to the Buckshot Lariat as a finisher. And that they switched that. I'm gonna need you to bring back my Reverse Tombstone because that's the whole reason I fell in love with you in the first place. Yeah, Adam he, Page. Yeah, he's all right. He's he's no Luchasaurus, but he's all right. <laughs> Luchasaurus is a great look. Not so much in the ring. Hey, 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 look. But that's the thing about Travis. Travis, if you look cool, 
you can win Travis over without having to perform in the ring. I ultimate warrior. Uh, see, ultimate, you have to entertain me. And also, you got to think, you know, when I first saw Ultimate Warrior, Travis was, you know, three or four years old. So this big, huge dude comes running down to the ring, shaking the ropes and shit, hype as fuck. You mean to tell me any three or four-year-old wouldn't find it to be the most exciting shit? I'm not going to tell you that because I know that at three or four, I didn't know any better, and I thought Hulk Hogan was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I got older, and I realized that that was a terrible mistake on my part. Yeah, Hogan was cool at the time, too. He just was no Ultimate Warrior. Um, then we had an MJF promo where MJF talks about how there are too many stables in AEW, but maybe it's time for this lone wolf to join a wolf pack. So MJF may be looking for a stable to join. Um, are you interested at all in seeing MJF in a stable? I was like back in November or October when it was possible for him to join the inner circle. Well, the inner circle needs single stars now because it's basically all tagged. Yeah, but it's too late now. It's too late for that now. <laughs> it would have been cool back then because he would have been like that perfect like heir apparent to uh, Chris Jericho. You know, he'd been like a perfect spot for him. But now it's just like he's kind of like it's almost like he's outgrown that. You know, so it's just in less just, than a year. Yeah, he just he just had a world title match and it felt legit. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's beyond that now. If, you, if you're going to do that, you should have done this back in November. You got anything positive to say about AEW, or you just you can't do it? You can't bring yourself to it, D-Rod? I'm not saying anything about AEW because I have nothing positive to say about AEW except well, one thing, except one thing, and that's Thunder Rosa. Okay. That I mean, is the can... one thing I will watch AEW for is Thunder Rosa because – you know, this is the Smagnarod podcast. So if you want to shit on something, feel free to hop in and just shit all over it. We're good with that too. Well, and let me just say this one more thing. I do like MJF. I do think he can be a big superstar for AEW if they would allow him. And I think he should have won the championship. That's just my take on it. All right. I don't disagree with you because John Moxley's run has not been great, in my opinion. I, I, I really haven't cared much. About well, John Moxley is boring as all get out anyway. So what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is. So. Um, we got Taz breaking down Ricky Stark's finisher. And it was a really cool segment where they showed the finisher being done on multiple opponents. Taz talks about how he uses different grips depending on the size of the opponent and the way he, you know, uses it and how he goes about getting it and all these things. So that was a really cool segment. Um, then we had Team Eddie Kingston beat some people. Um, and after they get the win, Eddie tells Blade that, you know, they fixed the issue between Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. They're okay now, uh, but he needs to get his house in check, which is basically him saying, hey, go get your wife. She needs to stop fucking QT Marshall, which is a whole weird thing that they're acknowledging the fact that Blade and Allie are married, that Allie has been fawning over QT Marshall, like the least talented person on the entire roster, like the least important person on the entire roster, least attractive person, least everything. And this married woman is over here following him around for whatever reason. And you don't know, he might have, you know, some qualities you don't know about. What if he just has like really big balls? I mean, South Park has taught me that women love big balls. 
They sure do, especially like if you can get them in a wheelbarrow and like roll them down the street. The bigger the better. <laughs> exactly. So you don't know. Maybe you got some big clappers down there, man. What do you think, D-Rod? You got big balls? <laughs> well, of course. I'm on the Smacking It Raw podcast. Well, you know, you got to have them. There you go. I don't know. I don't think QT Marshall has balls at all. There's nothing redeeming about this man, and I am very disappointed that Cody's friend just got a spot on the roster, which is, you know, it's weird. A lot of people say that, and normally it doesn't bother me. Like, Zach Ryder doesn't bother me, this and that. But QT Marshall, for whatever reason, his presence alone just irks the shit out Look, of me. If Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake can get a job everywhere, QT Marshall can get a fucking job. All right? like, QT Marshall, you are the Brutus the Barber Beefcake of AEW. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, you know what? Because I, I can't even give him the respect of saying he's the booty man. Because <laughs> at least the booty man was semi-entertaining. Booty, 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 booty. <laughs> uh, then we got the new tag team of Jericho and Hager defeating Private Party um, after the match. Stomp. After the match, what? Lost you again. Uh, so Jericho's going to uh, attack. One of the members of private party and uh, Marcus Quinn comes in, knocks Jericho out. He rolls to the outside. Jake Hager checks on him. Again, no reason whatsoever when you have proud and powerful in your faction is there to have Chris Jericho and Jake Hager join the tag team division. This makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. Yeah, so here's the thing. This has nothing to do with AEW at all, by the way. Okay. Uh, D-Rod, D-Rod, mm. you, uh, you a uh, Crimson Tide fan over there? Hmm? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I see, uh, see a whole lot of Crimson over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you, um... Is that a problem? <laughs> oh, it's not a problem. I just noticed it, and I'm just wondering if you're okay, because, you know... <laughs> I don't know if you college football fans are surviving right now, you know? <laughs> well, we're trying. We're holding on. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, they just took it away from you. So I don't know if you... I'm just making sure you're okay. That's all. <laughs> I'm hanging in there, Travis. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, when... Especially those, you know, Alabama fans, when they don't have Nick Saban what? on the screen to jack off to, they kind of, <laughs> like, lose their mind. So, you know. Keep on going. Keep on going. Oh, that's all right. I got to say. See, I don't... You see, another thing, like, I just like fucking with college football fans I don't watch college sports, period. So it's just, but the but the level of devotion that college sports fans have is so crazy to me. So yeah. it's just, I like making fun of them. That's all. Oh, I tell what you. Have you. What have you replaced uh, Nick Saban in with your spank bank since he's no longer on TV? How have you <laughs> filled that time? Uh, well, let me tell you this. You You sit here, Travis, and you say, you know, that college football fans take it so seriously. This household takes it seriously. I will tell you this. I've tried to Twitch stream before, and it was set, so I couldn't. So I had to do the Twitch stream. I I went halfway through the ball game, and then I went and done my Twitch stream. So I was sitting there streaming live. And my mother, (laughs) as the lungs of a, I don't know what you would call it, uh, Howler monkey, but that, that would be a great example. <laughs> I am live on Twitch, 
and Alabama's getting beat by the Clemson Tigers. I'm about to say by Clemson because y'all hate by Clemson, Clemson. Yes, because you y'all hate losing to Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> and she is screaming her eyes out. And they don't like Dabo Sweeney, man. It's just... And it is all over my Twitch stream. <laughs> is, is that that big guy that's on Raw Underground? <laughs> Dabo Sweeney? No, no, yeah. no. Oh, no, that's that's that, that's dead. Dabo Cato. Cato, there you go. Yeah, Dabo Sweeney's the coach of uh, Clemson. Gotcha. Um, somebody who doesn't watch college sports, I know way too much about it from watching like sports talk shows and shit. Because during during football season, there's always so many segments dedicated to it, and I'm just like, well. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, that was. I mean, we're talking it. AEW. I, yeah. I know you two hate it, and yeah, talking... I mean, we're trying to get off on something respectable. Well, we're we're here to talk about what you want to talk about. We're we're at the moment. Where I we don't bring in Ivelisse versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah, which is the whole reason you wanted to watch AEW was for Thunder Rosa. Exactly. Now we're here, and I will say, taking the NWA Women's Champion and somehow reaching deep down into Billy Corbin's pants and stroking his smashing pumpkin has allowed them to get this NWA Women's Champion on their TV, and she is probably, next to Hikaru Shida, along with Hikaru Shida, the best woman on their roster right now. She has really oh, been definitely. a boon to their women's division. Ivelisse mm -hmm. has also been great. Her match, She had a match with Diamante that wasn't fantastic, but she's also mm -hmm. very talented. Which, which one is Ivelisse? Is that the one from uh, Brazil? Uh, no, I think she was on uh, Tough Enough mm -hmm. early on. Who, what's, what's the what's the one that's from Brazil that just got signed? Tainara Conti. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Ty Conti. Um, no, Ivelisse, uh, she's been around for a little while. Um, she's one of the one of the few women's division tag teams with uh, Diamante, who used to be part of LAX. Um, they wrestled and they formed a tag team for that tag team tournament. But, yeah, no, they came in. Ivelisse loses to Thunder Rosa. Then Ivelisse and Diamante go after Thunder Rosa. Sheeta comes down to help. Sheeta wants to – I don't blame Sheeta for winning that NWA women's title because it looks ten times better than the AEW women's title. That weird Fabergé egg mm -hmm. that they've got for a belt. <laughs> like – But, yeah, no. It's almost as bad as that uterus trophy that WWE had. <laughs> that is true. Um, did you watch NWA Power at all, D-Rod? Yes, well, okay. and not at, not at the first of it when it first came on. Actually, the standing one is the one who introduced me to NWA Power. He said, D-Ron, I think you would like this. You need to watch it. I started watching it, loved it. and I'm, I assumed that NWA Power would be more popular in the South. I don't know why, yeah. but I, I figured, and not saying that you're Southern, there's a slight accent there. You've got well, Alabama. I am Southern, so I'm about to say you got the <laughs> word. all over your room. I say Alabama's yeah. all over his fucking room. <laughs> you, don't know if you don't know if he's Southern. <laughs> <laughs> you could be an Alabama fan and be in Illinois, Travis. There right. is there is some Alabama fans not in Alabama. So yeah, you know. they're from Alabama though. <laughs> <laughs> or like right or right up there in that Florida Panhandle, over where my parents live and shit, full of Alabama fans. Mm. So I. We here in Illinois are told weird things, like everyone in Alabama is related, um, stuff like that. Do you know Conrad Thompson personally? No, I don't know Conrad Thompson. Liar. <laughs> I thought maybe you guys were like cousins. Or... And even if I... <laughs> they are. He just won't admit it. It's fine. Even if I did know him, I wouldn't tell you. All right? Exactly. He's a liar. That's, That's what, what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm telling you. He's a liar. He After is. all this time, you know, us talking, getting along, he went and bought... Travis, this man... 
went and bought and then modeled a Smack and Raw t-shirt I got it on right Twitter now. for us. He's wearing our t-shirt for us right now. Dope. I bring him on the show, and then he refuses to tell me whether or not he knows. That actually looks a lot better than the version that I got sent, by the way. I just want to say, mine, mine looked a lot more faded in the logo than the one D-Rod's got on. I don't know how that happened. Was that was that nearly like when uh, when they when we first got him like the, oh, yeah, the samples? Absolutely. Oh well, yeah, that was one of the samples. They said "fuck you." That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because that one looks nice, and yeah. you guys should go buy that if you guys are watching this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is a dope shirt that I designed, and D Rods looks better than the one that I got upstairs. So <laughs> go get you one of those. Um, yeah, no, you wouldn't tell me if you were related to Conrad Thompson. No, I wouldn't tell you because I'm trying to like. I know Conrad knows Bruce. Mm-hmm. I know Bruce works for WWE. Yeah. So Conrad knows what's going on in WWE. Mm-hmm. And then Conrad talks to his cousin D-Rod, <laughs> who then reports it on Wrestling News World for the NXT. Like, I'm just drawing lines here that could connect exist. The dots. Trying to figure things out. Yeah. Connect, connect the, the dots, dots, Matt. Trying. Um, we also had a promo with Kip Sabian uh, and Miro. They are working out in a gym. Miro is benching. Miro is Travis, and or Miro is Rusev. Travis, in case you don't remember. Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah. Listen, you're weird with names and people, and you don't watch shit. And yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta do this. Sometimes. I hear you. I hear, you, but that was that was memorable with his Kanye look. I, I'll, yeah. it's not <laughs> something I can Christ. forget. Um, yeah, fucking. Even if I was drunk, I'd remember that shit. Damn near half a fucking hundred thousand dollars in disney t-shirts and pants yeah and, then like, and he, he paid for that like it's just yeah, like right? you know you just well, you, when you see he, people wearing stuff like, like you 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 gave somebody money for that huh he paid for it but i have a sinking suspicion that lana dresses him it's possible. i'm fairly certain lana dresses him no matter um, how it happened someone was given money for those clothes and it's just Oh, my God. So, anyway, Miro's working out, uh, and then Kip Sabian, he gets all excited talking about how he wants to get in the ring and he wants to wrestle for AW, and Kip Sabian reminds him, hey, 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 we'll get there, but you're here to be my best man. You are the best man, and he's got a bachelor party to plan. Now, from what I've seen of Lana on TikTok and the little bit I've seen of Lana and Rusev on Total Divas and – all of the stories that I've heard about the weird places that Lana and Rusev have actually had sex, whether Lana's lying about it or not, I have to say that if I had someone plan a bachelor party for me, I think I'd want it to be Rusev. He seems like he knows how to have a good time. You can't get your hands on the Godfather? Yeah, you want Rusev. Yeah, well, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. If I can't get the Godfather, Rusev's number two. Yeah. Um, then we got Lance Archer destroying some dude. Uh, Jake the Snake calls out Taz. So basically, this whole thing is next week we are going to have a six-man tag team match where Lance Archer are. needs to – Of Archer, course. Lovely. Yeah. Six-man tag. Team tag. Um, Lance Archer needs to find two partners, and John Moxley needs to find two partners. So Jake the Snake has called out Taz and talked to Taz. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks are going to be – Lance Archer's tag team partners next week. As long as when Lance Archer defeats John Moxley for the title, Brian Cage gets the first title shot. That's the agreement that was made there. Um, so John Moxley's two partners will be Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. 
They're both jumping over to AEW. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, but I will tell you this, Travis. Uh, one of his partners is a man by the name of Will Hobbs, who I think you should definitely go check out. Um, is he um, – never mind. Is he um, – I was going to say, is he related to The Rock's character in Hobbs and Shaw? He could be. He's about as buff and blacker. Hmm. Okay. So less, I guess Hobbs was more Samoan, right? Yeah, he was. Whole, yeah. yeah, they lean into the Samoan yeah. thing with him. So, mm-hmm. of course. But, uh, yeah, no. Apparently he had a breakout performance in the Battle Royal, the Casino Battle Royal. Um, so, John Moxley's brought Hobbs with him because Brian Cage and Ricky Starks jumped John Moxley as he comes out to make his announcement during this whole segment. And then after Mr. Hobbs runs off Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, uh, John Moxley says that his other tag team partner is going to be Darby Allen because Darby Question. Allen, Ricky Starks. Yes. When you describe him, is he actually like, is he, is he like big for real or is he AEW big? No, he's big. Like he's built like Big E big. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, he, he's a big man. He's a big dude. Um, Speaking of big, last, he, he was looking real cut on SmackDown. Yeah, he was. And we'll get into that. We'll get there. Uh, last but not least, the highlight of the night, the thing that's got me swallowing AEW this week, the best <laughs> friends defeat Proud and Powerful in a parking lot fight. They can't call it a parking lot brawl, I guess, because WWE probably has that copyrighted. So it's a parking lot fight. No, seriously, though, this match was fantastic. Like, I know Meltzer who's a fucking idiot, gave it five stars and sucked AEW's dick and all that shit. And normally I don't agree with him, but this was damn good. You've got Proud and Powerful coming out in black and white face paint. Um, they beat the shit out of each other. At one point, Travis, they open up a trunk and Orange Cassidy's in there. He hops out of the trunk. He's Superman punches, uh, I think, Ortiz with a chain wrapped around his fist. Okay. People are getting destroyed. Orange Cassie gives the assistance. And then Sue, at the very end, pulls up in her brand new van and picks the three boys up. Wait, that's Trent's mom? Right home. Yes. Okay. Trent's mom <laughs> got a new van, pulls up, picks them up as the music's playing. Orange Cassidy hops in, passenger side, gets shotgun, and Sue's mom drives them home. Dude, it was fantastic. Why are you shaking your head, D-Rod? Let me just go ahead and break this down for you, Matt. Okay. Let's break it down. Since you want to, yeah. you want to say this is such a like, great thing, such a great like match. Miles, man. <laughs> That's literally the only thing I like about the best friends outside of you know Orange Cassidy's dope. But like the best friends, period. The fact that they have this Trent's mom's van thing is like <laughs> the only thing I like about it because it's so ridiculous. It's good. But anyway, go ahead. But Matt, you act like you've never seen this stuff before. You've never seen somebody go through a car window. You've never seen somebody come out of the back of a trunk and attack somebody. You've never seen somebody get back body dropped on a recycling bin. You've never seen somebody get hit in the back with a steel chair. Just because no, no. you've seen something it's, before doesn't mean it's not, not something. I'm not you, acting like I've never seen it. I just because it's not it. new doesn't mean it's not good. There's only so much you can do in a parking lot brawl. This is what a parking lot brawl is. Just like there's only so much you can try and do in a hell in a cell. There are certain restrictions. And when you set the bar so high, like a John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, you know, there's only so much you can do, but they actually went out there. You got double power bombs through car windows. You got suplexes. You got all this fun shit. 
And that's all this really was, was a fun match. Yes, it was another tag team match. There was blood. There were fights. There was cool slams on cars and destruction. There was a guy with a chain around his fist in a trunk. And in the very end, Trent's mom in a van. This was all just really fun shit. And that's why I enjoyed it. I'm about to get muted for this, but I just don't see what about it. What is all about it about Orange Cassidy? I do not get it. All right. So I am sick and tired of people saying Orange Cassidy is the best thing that's ever happened to wrestling. Oh, I, I would say, say that. he's the best. I would thing. never say that. I but see it all the time. Not from us, though. <laughs> not from us. He's he entertaining. Like, we, we we enjoy Orange Cassidy for what Orange Cassidy is. You got to think he's in he's in AEW. He can't do that in WWE. No. Like if he if he went to WWE and tried that shit, it wouldn't work. Like no. it just it just wouldn't work. And we wouldn't like it there. We like it in AEW because it makes sense over there in some weird way. But. You got to remember, AEW tries to present themselves, despite their lack of rules and all that, as the the sports-based product. Orange Cassidy is the entertainment in the sports-based product. For those of us who enjoy sports entertainment, when you're getting flips and jumps and crazy shit shoved down your throat for two hours, the entertainment aspect really sticks out. And that's why we like Orange Cassidy is he is that little bit of entertainment. The fact that he does absolutely the least amount and is so over and everyone loves him. And then when he actually does put the car in gear, he can actually go. He's got a gas tank. He can go, but he knows that the way he looks isn't really going to get him far. So he needs something extra. So he's got this gimmick of this cool guy who doesn't care. He's got a character. And there's not a lot of character in AW. There's a lot of people who do cool things, but there's not a lot of character. And he's the character. Couldn't have said it better myself. Whatever. He still doesn't, he doesn't care. Right, fine. Yeah. He's allowed to be wrong. <laughs> he just He's just not allowed to be disrespectful. He wasn't disrespectful in the way he spoke about him. Oh, no, not at all. So there's no problem there. See, my problem is when people get disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And you didn't disrespect Orange Cassidy. You just played. I said, you don't get it. It doesn't yeah. work for you. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's when you come on here and say things like, Bret Hart's a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You get muted. Um, or whatever you got muted for earlier. Oh, yeah. Star Trek. That, huh? Star Trek. No, not the Star Trek. The Mordecai thing. Fuck the Star oh. Trek. Mordecai. Yeah, Matt doesn't, doesn't care about Mordecai. Matt doesn't care about you making fun of Star Trek. He's just he likes Star Trek, not as much as I do. Yeah, no, Star Trek's cool. I watched Next Generation with my dad. No, it's fine. Have you seen the cartoon though, Lower Decks? No, I haven't. I heard it's funny though. It is so fucking funny. Like if you know Star Trek, you will like. Oh, this is so good because they poke fun at, at all the Star Trek shit that people make fun of. It's just like there's certain things they're like. Why doesn't anybody ever think about this that they make fun of? Like this one where somebody just like um, they had to they have to clean the holodeck because you know if you have a holodeck you can do whatever you want. Everybody's going in there to fuck, and so somebody has to clean the holodeck, and it's just so good. Oh man! Anyway, I think they'd have some kind of like space age cleaning system on a starship where yeah, but then what would you make your lower deck officers do? You know how you make people earn their stripes? You know they got to clean the holodeck. Okay, 
Fair enough. Um, Travis, AW, from what you heard, spit or swallow? Uh, you really gave me nothing until you told me about Trent's mom's van. And because of Trent's mom's van, I'll give it a gargle. I'm not, I'm not going to swallow it just for Trent's mom's van. That's not enough. It's not that good. But the fact that they did that and they pulled up in the van with uh with Orange Cassidy riding shotgun and shit, yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. That's funny. I like that. Right. So I'll, I'll gargle it because everything else was just like, eh, I don't care. I don't hate anything else you told me. So it was just, okay. Um, Based on D-Rod's opinion this entire time that I talked about AEW, I clearly can guess that you're spitting AEW. You already knew that, man. Yeah. Spit. I'm swallowing it. I loved the main event here. Um, I liked that John Moxley's going to use uh, Willie Hobbs. And I really enjoyed the women's match uh, between Ivelisse and Thunder Rosa and the addition of Thunder Rosa to what they've got going on. In the meantime, kind of keeping NWA alive. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm swallowing that. Also, I got Hangman Adam Page, so that was a plus. All right, D-Rod, SmackDown or Raw? Let's go Raw. We're going to go Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. I like uh, going Raw, too. I understand. That's how I got in the situation I'm in right now. <laughs> uh, we got Drew McIntyre bragging about beating up Randy Orton and how awesome his Claymore kick is. And then he gives us a story of how he created the Claymore kick. And he says that if Randy Orton can't compete at Clash of Champions, or he's told, I'm sorry, that if Randy Orton can't compete at Clash of Champions and Keith Lee wins their match tonight, then Keith gets the title shot at Class of Champions. And I wrote thank you, Adam Pierce, thinking that this was how we were going to get Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. That is not how things ended at the end of the night, unfortunately. But I didn't want it to happen yet. Like it was like no, because if it happens now, he's gonna lose. Right. But I I will say, Adam Pierce, being that weird de facto WWE authority figure for no reason who has yeah. done absolutely so nothing weird. of value up until now <laughs> gave Keith Lee a chance. So shout yeah. out to Adam Pierce yeah. yeah. for giving my manager. Cause all he's really done so far is try to get signatures from people and then told people to leave and they ignored him and <laughs> failed to stop retribution. Yeah. 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 Just, just, just fucking up all miserably those. failed to stop retribution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking. So do you guys think, cause I know, it was announced that we're having the exact same match on Monday night raw drew versus Keith, same stipulation again. Are we going to see a triple threat match? Is Randy Orton going to come back? Are we going to get drew and Randy a second time? What are you thinking? We're going to get at clash. I think Randy's going to come back and we're going to get that match again. Cause okay. Keith Lee's only really in that match. If you know, if Randy can't compete. So if Randy can compete, doesn't matter. I, I think we're going to get, I hope we're going to get a triple threat. I think that would be great, to be honest. The match would be great, but I'm just – I don't but, want to yeah. Keith Lee in a title match yet. I don't mm. want to do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. I just saw something. You ever just – like, I got my phone up for my notes and something comes across your uh, thing. Um, yeah, like how, you know, when we were doing the show and I found out that, you know, Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah. Yeah, so we get we get, yeah breaking news. I get it. It's not really breaking news. It's just somebody shitting on Molina uh, for her stance, quote unquote, on sexual assault, saying that we shouldn't be cheering her going back to WWE or supporting her. Um, that's a whole other thing, though. So we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, Travis, did you see the tag team title 
Well, tag team champions versus tag team champions. Yep. <laughs> Street Profits defeat Shinsuke and Cesaro. Um, my favorite part. What, Travis? <laughs> Angelo Dawkins, sir. Yes. Never in your life are you ever to do a frog splash ever again. <laughs> Leave it to Montez Ford. Let Montez Ford do that shit. You do not ever do another frog splash, all right? I appreciate you know the effort. You know, nothing beats a failure but a try, but no. You know what that was, Travis? That was 13, 14-year-old Matt Ritter watching Jeff Hardy do it frog spl- or do a swanton bomb and then trying to emulate it on the trampoline and doing what Lovingly became known as the donut the roll. The donut roll, yeah. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah, that was just it was just it was so bad. And it was just like, nah. Just just let Montez Ford get that crazy height on that frog splash. <laughs> Sometimes when he does that spin in the air with it too is even better, you know? God. Street Profits won the match. None of that's important. The most important thing about this was Right before the match, you had Cesaro and Shinsuke cut a promo, and Shinsuke said, "If they want, if they want the smoke, they're gonna get cancer." <laughs> and then Michael Cole tried to spin it, and he goes, "Yeah, you guys heard him. He said if they want the smoke, they can get the smoke." I'm like, "No, that's not what he said. He said if you want the smoke, you're gonna get cancer." <laughs> and it was fantastic, and we are not ignoring this. Shinsuke, I'm so sorry they fucked up your run as WWE champion. Yeah, and gave it to you because Shinsuke if that's the kind of promo work we could have got. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> um, did you see Garza uh, backstage? Yeah. All right. So he's flirting with Lana now, which everyone flirts with Lana. And Lana, Garza, and Garza fl- flirts with everybody. So yeah. Lana is not known to be the most faithful to Rusev. Makes sense to me. I mean, um, you know, in storyline, she's divorced from Rusev, so you know. Zelina comes in and tries to shut that shit down, and Garza's just tired of being cock-blocked. He's sick of that shit. He's sick of Zelina, ruining his good time. He's not having it. Andrade and Garza end up getting into an argument. Zelina bails. Said, fuck um, that shit. Says she's done with them and their bullshit, which leads to something we're going to talk about a little later, but uh, Zelina entering the women's division as a singles competitor, which I'm very interested in. Yeah, me too. It's like, like you no, know, it's about time, because I liked mm-hmm. her working um... – in TNA, when you know, it's herself, Thea Trinidad. It was like, you know, she was she was fun to watch. So I'm sure she's you, like, you know, got some more. We've seen her a few times, you know, in the ring, mm-hmm. WWE. So yeah, she can she can go I'm with it. Did you see the Hurt business? I did. did. So they cut a promo. Cedric says he's tired of being hurt and tired and beat up. Um, Ricochet comes out. And then loses Cedric Alexander and sells the fuck out of the lumbar check. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude. It was that that was like on the level of the Rock selling the stunner. It's like it was right yeah. there. He, he, <laughs> he went, you did, you know, did the back break thing and flew into the air. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. He did the back break thing and then landed on his neck and broke his neck too. Yeah, he, yeah. he sold the shit out of that lumbar check. Um, do you how so, Dira? I don't know if you listened to our episode last week, but we had. Uh, wreak havoc on and he was talking about how he feels that the hurt business is the evolution of monday night raw in 2020 why not i love the hurt business and i'm going to tell you later on when we get to it that the ending of raw this week 
has got me hooked for okay. next week's Raw. Well, we got a Retribution promo. Um, clearly, they're bigger than just the main core members. Uh, we have mm-hmm. a bunch of people come in. Um, we yeah. Had, um, yeah, definitely saw Mia Yim there this time. It so. looked like Mia Yim <laughs> for sure. Possibly Mercedes Martinez, Dominic Dijakovic. Mojo Raleigh's been confirmed, but I didn't see him there. So we don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. who's really in it and what's going on. Somebody even went and, like, took the audio from last week and lowered all of the volume or raised it up, whatever they did. Fucked with the audio so you could hear the voices to try and figure out who was in it. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you guys do realize they've had, like, 46 different people <laughs> yeah. in and out of this, and they're all wearing masks. So just because Dominic Dijakovic or Mercedes Martinez cuts a promo – as retribution doesn't necessarily mean they're in retribution. They may just be mm-hmm. using them for this time. You know, we don't know who's in it or what's going on, but it's fun to speculate. Um, mm-hmm. They talk, they talk about how WWE is a corporate machine of lies that cast people aside. More of this insinuation that these members were at one point hired by WWE and either not utilized or sent to catering or, Something along those lines where they and were this hurt. Is why I know it's not true and people keep saying it, but I'm like, don't get your hopes up. But it would be so great if it was, if this whole thing was led by CM Punk. But since it's not, we got to settle for what they're going to give us. So it's just. See, you know. now, if WWE made it so CM Punk was actually the hacker and the hacker was leading retribution. This would be one of the biggest things to happen in the last five years in wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. But no. They won't. They yeah. won't do it. No. no they WWE, they you don't would... have the balls to make CM Punk leader retribution. I'm and they calling wanna... you out, Vince. And they want us to forget about the hacker. So, you know. Vince, mm-hmm. your grapefruits have shriveled up. You ain't got the balls to do it. Yeah, man. You are all the way down to raisins now, sir. You're not a genetic jackhammer. You're a genetic geriatric now. God damn it. <laughs> um, did you get to see Oscar versus Mickey James? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Oscar wins. Does she? Of, does she? Sort of. <laughs> does does she not? Technically. <laughs> like, is, uh, huh? Did, did she win? Uh, dude, do, I, so... From everything that I've seen and read, the speculation is that Mickey James sold so well during the match that in the back they actually thought she was knocked loopy and then they called the match because of it. That I literally, is what I, read. I literally have in my notes what the fuck was that finish? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> I literally tweeted out what the fuck was that finish. Like, <laughs> Um, so basically Asuka gets Mickey James in a submission and the ref calls for it, even though Mickey hasn't tapped. And then you see Mickey clearly like, what the fuck? And Asuka like, what the fuck? And Mickey's basically almost crying, upset and has to get out of the ring. And then I'm assuming to fill time, maybe, maybe it was planned. Zelina comes out, says that she's joining the women's division. You know, she's better than all these women. She's ready for a title shot. Uh, she wants a title shot, so on and so forth. The ref's excuse was that Mickey James couldn't continue, but I mean, clearly she could. By the way, afterwards she clearly. just sat up and was looking at him like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> this whole thing was fucking weird. Like yeah. the whole thing was fucked up. Yeah, just 
Did you talk to Bruce Pritchard or Conrad and have him ask Bruce Pritchard? Well, you know, see, we could ask Bruce Pritchard what's going on here, Matt. Oh, so you are admitting he's your cousin. No, I'm not admitting it. I didn't say that, Travis. Why, but, why couldn't we ask him what's going on here? I thought he was. But called him cousin Bruce Pritchard, though. No, Conrad's his cousin. Conrad works with Bruce. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Alabama. Got Bruce it. isn't from Alabama. No. Where's Bruce um, from? Texas, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you talk to your cousin and have him ask Bruce what was going on? No, I didn't. But I have been told. By your cousin. By my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um you know you asked for this right like you said hey let me come on the show like, i know i asked for okay. this okay. and i'm gonna give it right back to you here in a little bit matt if you want to bring up drew mcintyre again because i'm about sick and tired of him as your wwe champion all right so just, well, we'll talk about drew again let's let's talk about drew again but anyways i've been told that maybe this is happening to mickey was because of some comments that was made by Nick Aldis. So, Travis, if you are not familiar with the situation, Nick Aldis, former wrestler for Impact, current NWA champion, mm-hmm. uh, said some things about Bruce Pritchard because Bruce Pritchard said some things about Nick Aldis in an interview. Those two don't seem to be getting along. So the insinuation is that Mickey's being punished for her husband's actions because Nick popped a few babies and then Mickey and uh, then put a ring on it. So, must have liked it. And I'll blame him, because I would have put a ring on Mickey right away. Like, <laughs> Definitely. Right after she grabbed Trish by the pussy, that would have been it for me. Like, yep, we're getting married. <laughs> we don't say that, Travis. We say trumped her. Okay, sorry. Right after Mickey trumped Trish. You're right. Right after Mickey trumped Trish, I'd have put a ring on it. I'd be slightly politically correct here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, I don't know if if that's what they're doing in WWE. I I don't think so because there's so many people they could quote like you know punish for things that their spouses do in other companies. So it's just I don't I don't buy that. Yeah. Did you see Bobby Lashley versus Eric? No, but I saw the Hurt Business go back in the back and make a deal. Was this before okay, or so after that? This is before that. So basically, what happened? is during that match with Cedric and Ricochet, yeah. Bobby Lashley and Eric brawled to the back and disappeared, mm-hmm. which set up a match later in the night. And I'll oh, talk okay. about that when we get to Not Good Enough for Hulu. Uh, did you see KO's promo about Aleister Black? Yes. Again, what the fuck did they cut from the show? Um, well, so they, KO, they cut the Bobby Lashley match, so we know that. Yeah. <laughs> KO cuts promo about his issues with Aleister Black and about how Aleister's angry from sitting in a room and makes quips and fun shit and Alistair then shows up and does not look happy with the comments that Kevin Owens made. Um, and it sets up a match for later, uh, which we'll get to. Did you see that match later? No. Okay. So they showed you the promo and they didn't show you the match. Now that I think about it, I didn't see the promo on Ross on damn YouTube. It, Travis saw it on YouTube. I know I saw the promo. You are not allowed to watch YouTube before the show. You <laughs> save s- your YouTubes for Saturday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. God damn it. Uh, did you see Braun Strowman show up on Raw Underground? I didn't see Raw Underground at all. Did you see Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy backstage before their match? Mm-hmm. And Seth told him, like, mind your business, stay the fuck back here. You ever watch those, like, 
or see previews on Pornhub for like those uh, those rough pornos where it's like girls choking girls and pushing them up against walls and just like really being rough with them, like fingering them super hard and shit, and they're squirting everywhere. Yeah, D. Williams is good at those. Yeah, that's what this was like. Like he's grabbing Buddy Murphy by the throat, pushing him up against walls, just getting very physical and violent with him. I thought they were going to start 69, and I didn't know what was going to happen. Bridget B does those very well, too. Yeah. Anyone else? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but she just popped it in my head now. I can think I about it a little bit more and let you know. I was listening to the Deadass Girls, and they had uh, CJ on there, and he was talking. Like, they did a Fuck, Mary Kill. and he Who's CJ? He's somebody on Twitter that we'll talk about later. Okay. Um, you'd be entertained. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he said he was going to marry Sarah J, and I just – I don't care. Who are the other two? Uh, Lisa Ann, and I can't remember the third one. But it was fuck Lisa. Oh, I think I remember seeing that. Julie Cash was the other one. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't marry Sarah J, that face, man. I wouldn't marry Sarah J. Out of those three, I'm marrying Lisa Ann. That's that's the yeah. one I'm marrying. Then I'll, I'll fuck Sarah J. I'll kill, I'll kill Julie Cash. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, dude, Sarah J's face just doesn't do it for me. But anyway, what we're talking about. <laughs> Seth Rollins gets rough with Buddy Murphy. Not happy about the situation from last week. Definitely not happy about getting a cage slammed in his face uh, during mm-hmm. that cage match. So we got the cage match. Seth defeats Dom after, like I said, Seth attacks Murphy because he got hit in the face with the cage door. He was not happy about it. What's interesting here, and I don't know if it's important or not, because half of Twitter's like, oh, you guys are drawing conclusions and you shouldn't really think about it. It wasn't a big deal. Other people are like, oh, oh, shit, there's something here. All of the Mysterio family go in to check on Dominic, except for Ray's daughter who stops to check on Buddy Murphy on the outside. Everyone else walks past him. She stops and checks to make sure Buddy Murphy's okay. Now, the fact that poor Dominic is led out to the ring like it's his first day of school every week by his entire family, that now... Aaliyah Mysterio is part of the WWE in backstage segments along with Angie and Ray. They very well could be building something with her and Buddy going forward, continuing the feud with Dom where Dom's not happy that his sister is dating Buddy Murphy or into Buddy Mm -hmm. Murphy or whatever, doing some storytelling. It is a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there is a seed planted there. And a beautiful baby girl or boy may be born from it. We'll see. I'm thinking with that, it's probably more, I probably won't be a romantic thing, but it's more of her, you know, being, you know, having a bit more concern, just being a human being about it. And the family not liking her being close to him at all. I don't think it'll turn anything into anything romantic because of that. I'm thinking it'll be more of a, it'll be just a plot point, you know? All right. Uh, did you see, well, you saw the main event, which we're yes. going to talk about. When Drew was, uh oh, hold on. I hear you. I know. How you, am I froze? Okay, you froze. You froze. You get you. You're back now. But anyway, okay. go back. He said, "I saw the main event." Yes, but did you see them brawl in that weird half ring interview yeah. segment? Okay. Yeah. So basically, Drew McIntyre is out here talking Drew shit. Keith Lee takes some issue with some of the things Drew said. Definitely take an issue with the fact that. Drew implied that Keith Lee might not have beaten Randy Orton had Drew not shown up. Keith Lee's like, listen, the one time I fought Randy Orton and you didn't fucking show up, I did win, bitch. Yeah. 
So mind your fucking business. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'd have whooped his ass too. They're supposed to be friends, but they start brawling. <laughs> That's fine. Sometimes you got to fight your friends, right, Matt? Sometimes you got to fight your friends. <laughs> Sometimes you got to fight your friends. Um, did you see the Riot Squad, Travis? No. Okay. Then our main event, Lee versus Drew. Uh, the Retribution attack. So there's no finish to the match. This is where the Hurt Business comes down to fight them off as per the contract that we talked about earlier where he went up to Adam Pierce and was like, hey, just so you know, since your security isn't doing a good job, we, the Hurt Business, are a business. And for some money, we can take care of this retribution problem for you. Adam Pierce thought they were volunteering. He's like, no, 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 no. You pay me. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. That's not how this works. We are a so- business, sir. I'm guessing Adam Pierce cut the check because they came down all in suits, very evolution-esque, took yeah. off the jackets, went, got in the fray with Retribution, started brawling, and we have this beautiful over-the-top rope double uh, suicide flipping dive senton. spot, <laughs> flipping senton spot from both Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre, two big-ass dudes taking out an entire crowd of people, believably, because they literally spanned the entire crowd of people. <laughs> it wasn't just like four guys catching one little dude and everyone falling down. It looked like these guys wiped them out. All right, D-Rod, say what you got to say about Drew McIntyre. Well, you know what I'm going to say because you was on UWO. You saw my tweet. You saw what I had to say. That yeah, it was Drew... trash. I remember specifically. But I didn't. So what'd you trash. say? I said that Drew McIntyre, as soon as possible, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I know a lot of people – Enjoy Drew as the champ. I think as soon as possible, at the right moment, he needs to drop the strap. It's fine with me. Like, it's one of those. I've never been real that, high on No, Drew no, 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 no. So. That is not what D-Rod said. What D-Rod said <laughs> was that Drew McIntyre is a mid-card champion <laughs> at best. And should not be WWE champion. That is what D. Rock. Yeah, wait a minute. He did here, not Matt. say. Hold on. Hold on. That's a bit far. I, Am I wrong? I, think, I don't. I don't think you're saying what I said. I'm pretty sure you said he was a mid card champion at best and should not be WWE champion. Well, he would be a great United States champion. Would he not? <laughs> would he not? He would. He's also been a fantastic WWE champion That's in an debatable. era with no crowds. He's been fine. Doing his best. Yeah, he's been fine. He's been fine. I will agree, but not to me, great. To me, he feels like that belt. He's been fine. I wouldn't say he's a mid-card champion at best, which is what the tweet was, which is why it got called trash. So don't come in here with your falsehoods thinking I'm not paying attention. I'm not going to remember. I have a very keen memory. I know exactly what that tweet was. And it was not he should drop it right away because he's I did been say okay. That, I did say you, you that did, he should drop it. It wasn't because he's been okay. It's because he's mid-card at best. That's what that was. Yeah. I'm just like, saying. I've, I've never really been high on him as champion, like I said, but I don't – I didn't – I never hated it. It's just like this whole period, you know, quarantine pandemic time has been a whole lot of. Mm. So that was one. It's just like I'm fine with it. Let's get through this. But now it's starting to get a lot better. So we'll see. Yeah, they're they're doing their best to get us to where we want to be um, with crowd interaction and all that shit. All right, did you see to fix that piped in crowd noise though? They keep fucking that up. 
Like, Dude, it was weird again tonight. It was like yeah. silent for most of the night. Yeah, and... yeah. It's just like if you're gonna do it, do it right, or just don't do it at all. By the way, uh, Matt. By the way, yes, I was yes. on Thunderdome on Monday Night Raw, and when I was on, when Drew cut his promo at the beginning. Okay. And the whole time, I was booing the crap out of him. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go look for that and see if I can find you on there booing him. <laughs> You are evil. Uh, general consensus about the Hurt Business and Retribution coming down, attacking. How how'd you guys enjoy that? I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. When them coming out and just, you know, you know taking the jackets off, rolling the sleeves, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, they're here. Let's do this shit. And they, you know, mm-hmm. not backing down, not scared of a fight because, you know. Yep. We're here to do a job. Let's do our job. Let's get these motherfuckers. It is now a four-man faction. There's not necessarily a... Now, I will say this. While I did say that I didn't want to see MVP being the one in the title picture, I didn't think he should have gone for the U.S. title, blah, 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 blah. I would not mind MVP and Shelton teaming up. Yeah. Because as we've talked about last week, it looks like they're going to push Cedric as the Randy Orton of the group. Bobby is clearly the main eventer in that group. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Shelton and MVP teaming up and bringing a little something to the tag division. And I think those two would be entertaining as shit together in the tag division because MVP has all of the stuff that Shelton Benjamin doesn't, and Shelton Benjamin has all of the in-ring that MVP doesn't at his mm-hmm. age. So those two would complement each other. All right, D-Rod, Monday Night Raw, spit or swallow? I enjoyed it. I'm going to swallow. Travis? I'm swallowing. All right. I am swallowing as well. Not good enough for Hulu, Monday Night Raw edition. Mm-hmm. And Travis, some of this shit pissed me the fuck off. So Braun Strowman shows up to motherfucking Raw Underground. You know why that pisses me off? Why does that piss you off? Because it's Raw Underground, not SmackDown Underground. And you are a SmackDown contracted employee. Stay the fuck on SmackDown. Wait a minute. Hold it. Wait a minute. Yes. Hasn't this been a problem for a while? Yes, and it's and it, pissed it's me been, off. It's, it's been pissing <laughs> him off for a long time, too. Like, I have always had shit. a problem with this. Here's the thing. If you have a brand split, keep them the fuck apart. I don't want <laughs> I don't want any bullshit fucking uh, once a quarter crossover, blah, blah, blah. Wild card rule bullshit. Nah. Raw is raw. SmackDown is SmackDown. Make them feel as different as possible. Do not bring them together until it is motherfucking fiber series. series and then mm-hmm. royal rumble obviously in the royal rumble and maybe a little crossover at wrestlemania if your royal rumble winners on one show and he's challenging someone else but that is it <laughs> that is it stop with this bullshit um Braunstrom basically comes in and fucks everyone up you got uh dolph ziggler and uh, uh uh what the fuck's his name i got it written down here riddick moss i think yeah was riddick that it moss, yeah mm. going at it braun Strowman comes in gets involved in their fight and then throughout the night as we keep going back to raw underground travis it's just braun Strowman beating someone up and then riddick moss or dolph ziggler trying to fight him again and getting beat up again mm. and then finally dabakato shows up mm. and it looks like braun Strowman and dabakato were gonna go at it and mm. shane says no 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 not tonight save it for next week so now Braun Strowman's going to go back next week. They don't do that on Raw Underground. They did this time. They did. <laughs> no, uh, man, Bob- on Underground, they just fight. <laughs> we don't save shit on Underground. I'm glad it didn't make Hulu. That's trash. 
Bobby Lashley defeated Eric of the Viking Raiders. Uh, KO's promo. Also, uh, KO defeated Aleister Black. We've got Aleister Black in tights, and I don't know how I feel about Aleister Black in tights. Because they're not tight tights, Travis. Oh, they're not tight tights? No, they're not tight tights. Damn. Um, Retribution basically screws Aleister, though. They make the lights go out, cause a distraction, allowing Kevin Owens to get the stunner and the win. That was also weird to me that Retribution screwed over Aleister Black and not Kevin Owens, because Kevin Owens is the baby face in the feud. You'd think that a heel group would screw over the baby face and not the heel in the group. I don't, no, I don't think. See, that's the thing. I don't think Retribution cares. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody can get it. Okay. Riot Squad defeat Lana and Natalia with the champs on commentary. Nia and Shayna um, make a statement with Lana by beating her up after the match, destroying her, blah, 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 blah. Um, that was really it. That was not good enough for Hulu. It was Raw Underground. Bobby Lashley getting a win, Riot Squad getting a win, and Kevin Owens and Aleister Black, which is kind of disappointing that they didn't put that on, but wasn't anything special. All right, let's talk SmackDown. Uh, we kick it off with the dirt sheet. Miz is talking all this shit about all these things and how great the dirt sheet is. Miz and Morrison don't fucking do it for me at all together. The dirt sheet doesn't do it for me. I don't like it. It's stupid. It's cheesy. It, the whole – the Miz had the stroke to talk to WWE officials – to get Mandy Rose moved over, traded to Monday Night Raw. And mind you, don't say traded if someone didn't come to SmackDown for Mandy Rose because then it is not a trade. Maybe what did SmackDown was... get? Draft picks. Future, future draft picks. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Draft they got cap space. That's what they got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got fucking cap space. Free up some cap space, man. <laughs> <laughs> So and then, then the salary cap is a bitch, bro. Like, you know, it's a problem. Miz did it for Otis to help Otis out so he could focus, blah, blah, blah. Otis comes down. And listen, if you're going to do this and Otis is going to be angry and he's going to want to fight Miz for sending his girlfriend to another show, don't hey. stomp around like a fucking bushwhacker in your entrance. Run down there and whoop some ass. Don't come out with your money in the bank lunchbox and briefcase and <laughs> go like this and get all excited. Go down there and whoop some fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Which eventually he did. He went down. They attacked the Miz and Morrison. Tucker like, comes out. Um, remember that time on NXT when um, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, when in her <laughs> full entrance. In her full <laughs> entrance, saving um, Bianca Belair before coming out to help Bianca Belair when she was yes. jumped. And it was just like same shit. Same yes. shit. Yep. This wasn't as egregious because nobody was getting the ass beat while <laughs> while Otis was doing his thing. But still, it was that was just it. No, <laughs> just go out there and fight him in this situation. Yeah. Um, after they beat down the Miz, Otis strips the Miz to his underwear. Clearly, I don't, I, I really don't believe that the Miz wears tidy whities and it looked like he went and bought these like right before the show just for this segment. They were way too clean, way too brand new. Also, who wears tidy whities in fucking 2020? Really? I feel like Miz is the type of person that, would, that wears man thongs. Yeah, exactly. He, he wears Speedos, he wears man thongs. He's not wearing tidy whities I, I just, I don't believe it. Um, all this is apparently a setup. Miz set this up so his attorney could f- take the video, use it to sue Otis or threaten to sue Otis if he doesn't relinquish the money in the bank cha- uh, contract, which we got later where he got served. He's got one week to decide if he's going to relinquish it. I couldn't, like, it's weird that I couldn't care less about a money in the bank holder. After he was the best thing on SmackDown. 
Mm-hmm. Him and Mandy and Sonya and all that stuff they did was great. And then you put the Miz in it, and now I just don't give two shits. I don't even really want to see him cash it in because I don't. I would have at one point been stoked to see Otis get a really short WWE title run, and I would have thought, okay, that was cool. They did that for him. Now I really don't like. Again, he's, he's one. That he's one that should have cashed in right away. Right away, they missed yep. the boat. <laughs> Because yeah. they were waiting for Roman to come back. Yeah, they should have had him like as soon as like right after that match, like that championship match. Just the whatever match they had after after Money in the Bank happened. The very next time there was a title match, somebody whoever wins that championship match is super fucked up and hurt. He runs out, you know, all hype and shit, and cashes in right mm-hmm. then and there. He holds it for like a week, week and a half, and they get it back or some shit. Like that's the only way to do that and make it actually work. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they missed the boat. Yeah. Yep. Then we had a Lucha House party thing that no one cares about. Yep. <laughs> um, Jay, we had some promo issues tonight. Jay kind of stumbled through his promo. He was having a hard time with it. Uh, basically, he's saying that Paul talked to Jay for Roman to let him know that last week was commun- miscommunication. I would like to know. And, like, I think Jay was trying to convey that he didn't believe that bullshit. But at what point of you standing next to your cousin – while your cousin challenges someone else to a match, is there a miscommunication where you don't come out for the match until it's basically over to win it? Where was that miscommunication? Like, the miscommunication where- is between the two of them when he never said he would be a part of it. Fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. They had this god-awful Matt Riddle promo. <laughs> what? This is during that time where I told you I like What do you I mean, this- what? What? This was during that time where I told you like I saw the shit but didn't really see it and like I kind of okay. was hearing it in the background and I'm just like this sounds stupid and I'm like I'm just going to try to fall asleep right now because I'm in pain but yeah. dear God D-Rod please do not tell me that you don't understand Orange Cassidy but you are going to defend the, I'm not saying I'm all the different it. ways to say <laughs> bro to show emotion if you can like Orange Cassidy I can like this this was this is why we have hashtag Ritter over Riddle because this yes. was trash. This was yeah. god awful. Yeah. I like I wasn't even watching. I just heard it and I'm just like, why does he keep saying it? Stop saying this. <laughs> why is this happening? Because there were little captions at the bottom that said happy or sad. Or yes, I think I like every now and then I kind of like would crack my eyes open and see there was words at the bottom. I'm like, okay, he must. This, this must be a translation thing. And this is stupid. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. yeah fucking god awful um you got something positive you want to say about it like d-rod you enjoyed it you thought it was fun i mean it is what it is man you you just can't sit here and say oh it was i guess you don't know how to say bro in a sad way or something you don't know how to say bro in a happy way maybe that's why you didn't like the promo i didn't because you can't get on matt riddle's level mr matt ritter I didn't need to be stoner splained <laughs> all of the ways to say fucking bro. <laughs> this was geared towards like, this was a Sesame Street segment is what I'm going to call that. Um, then we had a moment of bliss with Nikki. Bro. We had a moment of bliss with Nikki Cross. Alexa's got to ask the hard questions. Like, hey, you've lost to Bailey every time you fought her this year. What's going to be different? Nikki's got a plan. Lacey comes out, interrupts, and just 
destroys the, the like she struggled through that promo stumbled over her words it didn't feel genuine at all which is she can come out and you know read a scripted promo fairly well and sell it this time dude she just she struggled hard uh basically says nikki has no mean streak so the way nikki decides to show us that she has a mean streak is she takes lacey evans hanky and blows her nose in it and then throws it back at her so she's 12 yes well she's the height of a 12 year old um she is. We love Thicky Cross, though. We really do. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, Nikki loses, or Lacey loses to Nikki. And then after the match, this is where the interesting part comes in. Lacey crawls to the announce table, muttering some shit that I didn't really understand. She does say The Fiend, though. And when she says The Fiend, Alexa Bliss, who was on commentary, singing Nikki's praises the whole match, gets up, starts looking off into the distance grabs Lacey Evans, and hits one of the most beautiful fucking mm-hmm. Sister Abigails I have seen. Travis, she does the Sister Abigail yeah. almost as good, if not better. She than nails that shit. Like, second time in a row, fucking nailed it. And then I had some dude on Twitter come and say, not as good as Switch J- or Switchblade Jay White. And I'm like, who? Who, who the fuck is that? That's what I said. <laughs> and he's like, oh, former New Japan Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion. I'm like, who'd he ever beat? And then he listed a bunch yep. of non-consequential people like Kenny Omega and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh man like yeah so he beat Kenny Omega well I've been watching AEW apparently everybody beats Kenny Omega so the thing was it wasn't <laughs> like who has the best sister Abigail it's just I think Alexa did great and then it was oh but this person does it better I think they even tagged me in a video of it I'm not gonna watch that shit I have no interest in New Japan for wrestling Here's there's a reason problem, I don't watch Matt. it I'm telling you man that mute button hit it um, I wonder if he's actually going to listen to this. That'd actually be kind of funny. That then we have this great. really cool tribute from Paul Heyman about the Samoan dynasty and everyone in the Samoan dynasty. By the way. Warriors like Umaga. Yeah, go ahead. Let me take this a step further than what I said last week when I was like, I didn't realize how, you know, how close they grew up together and all that kind of shit. Didn't realize until this week, they're the same fucking age. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just like a few months apart. Yep. So like they graduated from high school together and all that shit. Played like, football together. Yeah, all that shit. Well, I knew they played football together and all that, but you can, you know, you can be different ages and play on the same football team. But it's just like, yo, when I saw the graduation picture, I'm like, why are they all in Wait, are they the same fucking age? And I looked like, God damn. <laughs> um, we you know we got this beautiful Samoan dynasty promo where he it talks was. about everyone awesome. uh really, really getting the lineage out and then basically saying, and Roman's the best of all of them. The tribal chief. Tribal chief. Uh, then we got AJ versus Sammy. I don't – I didn't write down who won this match. Did AJ win the match or did AJ Sammy? AJ won. AJ won. Was mm-hmm. there a winner? AJ. Yeah, yeah there, was a, there was a Oh, winner. yeah. He, yeah, he rolled him up and grabbed, mm-hmm. grabbed his pants. Because yeah, then right. yep. that waste of space, Jeff Hardy, who, you know, is holding the IC title, comes down with a ladder and beats on Sammy. And we so got there, a triple threat ladder match. We, we got there. Why is AJ a part of it? I don't know why AJ is a part of it either. But we it should a lot of match. It should just be Sammy and and uh, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, WrestleMania nine ladder match. That's what it should be. Intercontinental titles. Who's the real champ? Instead, we've got Michael Cole saying Sammy's not a champ. Sammy this, Sammy that, and we got AJ Styles in the mix for whatever reason because he's not the guy that was champ who had to quote unquote relinquish it. He's not the guy that's currently holding the title. He has no reason to fucking be in this feud. He's in no way, shape, or form got any claim to that belt. 
I'm really disappointed that they did it this way. Uh, we talked Otis got served. Um, oh, the security guard that two weeks ago screwed over Big E and is apparently good friends with Seamus now, comes to talk to Seamus. Seamus praises him a whole bunch, thanks him for his work. And he's like, oh, by the way, your car's getting towed. Seamus goes outside, and the attendant, who I thought I thought it was you, Travis. I was like, oh, hey, look, Valet Travis at SmackDown. Uh, no, it was Big E dressed as a valet, starts whooping on Seamus. Seamus gets away, and then he says, fuck it, and beats the shit out of the security guard. That screwed him over. That set, set him up, up last week. Yeah, man. You got to, you, you know. Mm. Listen, I, I've heard this said, and I've adopted it as one of my own phrases now. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, I'm glad Big E's back. I'm still yep. bummed that we're still doing the Seamus uh, thing with him, but I guess we have to get to a certain point with Roman before we can add Big E into that mix. we got to build Big E up a little bit more yeah. before we throw him up against Roman Reigns, so We'll probably have him run through Sheamus and Corbin, and uh, we'll get there. We had the mystery woman promo. D-Rod, who does your cousin say the mystery woman is? <laughs> well, it's clearly, you know, my mystery cousin says it's Carmella. I, she turned. I saw that nose. I'm with you. I think it's mm. Carmella. My wife made it very clear that, that she's wearing a wig. It's clearly a wig. It is not in any way, shape, or form her no. hair. Um, so I was like, man, Carmella, there's no way she dyed her hair that blonde. But <clears> if she's wearing a wig... I saw a glimpse of the nose. I know that nose. I'm going to say it's Carmella. <laughs> Travis, you with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Carmella. All right. And then uh, last but not least, we have the Samoan street fight, which the commentators are debating on what the difference between a Samoan street fight and a regular street fight is. They don't even know. Um, Roman and Jay defeat Sheamus and Corbin. Like the difference between a regular street fight and a Chicago street fight. It's just, you know, Chicago just- street fight happens in Chicago. A Samoan street <laughs> fight involves Samoans. You should you should have been commentating because Corey Graves and Michael Cole could not figure it out for the life. You know, there's often times where I feel like I should be on the show. It's just or writing or writing, either one. You know, hey, talk to your cousin, tell him to talk to Bruce. I'll, I'll, I'll do him, that. I just I just need to be somebody's manager because they're yep, not, and, cause yeah. all they got is Paul. And and know. I'll get Matt. I'll get Matt. He can be Drew McIntyre's manager. You know, look at that moon. So he gets Drew, I get I get Keith Lee, and there you go. Oh, that'll be that. See, Travis, that right there is a beautiful idea. It is. It is. It writes itself. Because Travis and I cutting promos on each other, ignoring our (laughs) ignoring the fact that we got these two big bad motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, D. Rod, Spitter Swallows, uh, SmackDown. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I mean, it was all right. I love Big E. Love him coming out, whooping up on the security guard. Um. But I'm gonna spit. Wait, we didn't talk about this ending though. Yeah, oh, we didn't talk about it. Roman uh, mm-hmm. Jay excited leaving, and Roman the smile looking, fades and looked at him like, "All right, now I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> Roman is doing some fantastic work yeah. since his return. I, yeah. I will give as much hate as Roman Reigns got. I will give him all the credit in the world. Since his return, he has been fantastic. He is yep. playing this perfectly. My one problem, and I know they're doing it to sell shirts. My one problem I got is while he was gone, he got super jacked. They got him out there with a shirt on still. I'm like, dude, you did all that work. Show it off, man. Show the chesticles. Like, at least he's not out there in a fucking vest anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> at least they got rid of the fucking bulletproof vest. Yeah, this is true. But like, 
come on, man. You did all that work, got yourself all jacked like that, man. Take the shirt off. But I get it. They're selling shirts. It's fine. Hmm. But that's the one thing that, I, that I'd be like, I wish that was better. Are you spitting or swallowing, Travis? I'm swallowing. Um, I'm gonna swallow too. Uh, I didn't, I didn't love the show, but I didn't mm. hate the show. And there was a couple highlights in there. And really, if you can give me a couple things without giving me something I absolutely hate, uh, nine times out of ten, I'll swallow. I'm easy like that. He is. All right, D Rod. In your opinion, in your honest, oh my, unbiased opinion, unbiased. AW NXT Monday Night Raw SmackDown. What was your favorite show of the week? Monday Night Raw. I'm about to say you only Monday swallowed Night. one show. Monday Travis, Night Raw. What was your favorite show of the week? Oh, Monday Night Raw. Well, it doesn't even matter what I vote then. So we're gonna go Monday Night Raw. Uh, Monday no, Night Raw. No. What's your opinion? What's your opinion is AEW, isn't it? He's gonna say it's AEW. I know you don't it want is. to say it. You You're embarrassed. Out loud. You're embarrassed. AEW. I know you. Come on, it's man. Not. It's, it's actually Monday Night Raw. AEW may have had one of the best matches of the week in that parking lot brawl, but one match does not make a show the greatest. Um, and I really do, as everyone knows, love Keith Lee and everything that's going on there. Um, no, it, it definitely is Monday Night Raw, even though I'm not 100% sold on uh, some of this retribution stuff. Um, you're really dragging the shit out. Maybe they'll Survivor Series. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm with you guys. Monday Night Raw, best show of the week. D-Rod, can you please let everyone listening to this show uh, know where they can find you on Twitter, read your articles, all that good shit? You can find me at wrestlingnewsworld.com every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Um, also on Twitter at C-E-O-D-R-O-D. And also on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash DRod2222. All right. And I don't know how. I, I think what happened was DRod went and said the Smackin' It Raw podcast should be the official podcast of Wrestling News World. I agree. And then someone Googled it and Smack Raw podcast came up first. So they hit up Kyle and we just, I think that's what happened. I, I, really I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, let's be honest. You don't record seven hour shows by accident. So. You're right. We have oh, never done such a thing. Oh, it's oh. never happened once. So I'm sorry, you know, Kyle. I, I, that wasn't me. That was D-Rod. I'm, now, I, I'm uncensored against Kai because he fears me. D-Rod is D-Rod. Kyle fears D-Rod. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. There's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. You guys can find Travis on Twitter and Instagram at Sir Cusselot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. We have a Facebook group. Please go check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw, where we have chats every night that there is a wrestling show on, whether it's AEW, NXT, Raw, or SmackDown, there is a chat for you. Uh, it's been kind of dead lately, but wrestling's been kind of dead lately. I know there's a lot of stuff going on. I understand it, but the more people we get in there, the more people talking, asking questions, the more fun it is for everyone. Our pay-per-view chats are normally pretty damn good. So please go there and check that out. Uh, you guys can find all the Creation World stuff on Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World. It is that T H E C R E A T I A World on Twitter and Instagram? Go follow them. That'll get you links to everything. You guys can find them on Facebook as well at facebook.com/slash Creation World. All the videos on Facebook for our podcast, every podcast that Travis does, produces, and takes a part in, 
are put there and even the ones that he's not on that I do without him where I go Facebook live. Those are all there first. You guys can find that content there on my Twitter at Matt Ritter. There's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. As I said, you guys can find the link trees. Link trees will get you links to our YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube. If you're listening to the show and you haven't subscribed to the YouTube, and we keep telling you to subscribe to the YouTube. You're a fucking idiot. So go do what we say. Yes. Subscribe to the YouTube. Also, there is a link there to take you to our merch store at Teespring where you can get an awesome Smack and Raw t-shirt like D-Rod did. There it is again. Look at how beautiful that is. Look at how clean that That shirt is lovely. Go get that shirt. Or the other design that I have. The other Smack and Raw t-shirt design that's up there. Either one. Or Creation World t-shirt. Whatever you want. We got plenty of stuff there for you. So go check that out. And of course, we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. So you guys can find us, subscribe, listen, watch over on Pornhub. And then while you're there, go check out Lisa Ann. Go check out Sarah J. Go look up some of those uh, rough porn videos that Travis was talking about earlier. Oh, we're uh, talking about D. Williams and Bridget B. They, 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 do, they do other stuff, but you know, I've just, I just know I've seen them do that. And then after you go smack it raw and you need a little break, something relax, you sit back, listen to us. We'll give you some recovery time. You'll be ready to go by the time the show's over. Did I forget anything, Travis? Oh, uh, Super Flashy Arrow. Is there a no? no There's not. No, no. You're not um, doing it. Let me, let me tell you what happened. So, um, yeah. This is, this is partially my own fuck up. Okay. That's partially. Travis partially. admitted it's partially. 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 That's partially. Um, basically there was some, there were a few technical difficulties on Saturday. Okay. So because of that, we weren't able to watch it together. Me and Mara. Okay. Now when that happened, I said, that's fine. We'll just watch tomorrow. Problem is those shows, you know, the panels and shit were no longer available tomorrow, the next day. So had I known that would have happened, I would have just went ahead and watched them anyway by myself. So we could have still done the show. Yes. But because I thought they would be there the next day and they weren't, we no longer have any of that information. So okay. that happened. So like that's why I said it's partially my fault. Yeah. But had the technical difficulties not happened, it wouldn't have even been a situation. Okay. So you know. I would have just made Mara go research everything and then send mm-hmm. you notes and then just got that info. But um and you guys can you can also look up trailers and shit on YouTube and watch the trailers for the stuff that they talk about and release. Yeah, but it's more than just trailers and those things. It's you know they, they the just, important stuff. No, they they discuss like where the show is going because most of the trailers they do is like from the first episode. It tells you almost nothing. Well, if you guys are a fan of Super Flash Arrow of Tomorrow, the Arrowverse and the CW, or those DC superhero shows, please go check out Super Flash Arrow of Tomorrow. You guys can find it everywhere. You guys find us. Yeah, because go back YouTube, and watch it, you know, watch it stuff. back. All of you who watched, you know, who are watching late, watching this stuff on Netflix and all that, you can still go back and listen to the podcast. And same deal, facebook.com slash group slash super flash year of tomorrow. There is a group there as well. You can go join and chat and discuss all your favorite DC superhero shit. Um, maybe I can get Travis to do a Doom Patrol show because I've been loving Doom Patrol. I finished season two. See, the problem is that'll require me to get, you know, others to watch the show and for me to not want to no no you get one show you get one show you get uh, one mara gets one technically mara and john are both on creation conversation i'm not so that's, yeah that's my show though that didn't count aren't they all your shows except for this one because i'm the only other host 
Nah, you, you're the one that tried to claim Super Flashy was Mara's show. I'm right when it works for me, Travis. Mm. Uh, is there anything else that we need to talk about, discuss, plug? Nope, we need to talk about how this podcast is ending. Yes. For Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer, and D-Rod, I am the Warden Matt Ritter. We are Smacking It Raw, and we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Peace. Thank you.